for, amen, for the presence of the Holy Spirit. Online community, the only thing that I hate that you were not able to be in the presence of worship with us this morning, but in due season and in due time, you will be able to be in worship and praise uh, with the family. And so we are excited about this new year, and we are thankful, and we are grateful for your presence. We thank you for tuning in, uh, being with us this morning as well with our local church family. And we want to say to to you, we wish you a very happy new year and a a very uh, prosperous new year. And, and, And God has a word this morning in regards to 2020. He has a word for us uh, in, in regards to 2020. Been pondering on this thing and been sitting in the presence of the Lord and, and seeking the face of God to see what exactly He wants to reveal to His people for this year. And we're just, we are thankful and we're grateful that God did speak. Amen. He did speak. And to, uh, this morning, we are going to go to the book of Joshua, the book of Joshua, chapter number five. Uh, the book of Joshua, chapter number five. We know that things has to be released from 2019, that old year, and uh, we're going to be facing some things uh, in the year 2020. And we uh, ask that you lend your ear uh, to the Word of God and hear what the Spirit of the Lord has spoken. Amen. Father, bless your word. We thank you, Lord God, and sanctify us, Lord God. And we pray in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord God, you allow me to decrease, Father God, and you will be able to speak a word from heaven. We thank you, Father God, for your glorious Holy Spirit who knows all things, sees all things, and does all things. Now use us for your glory. This is our prayer and this is our request in Jesus' name. Amen. We're talking about 2020, uh, perfect vision. 2020, it means perfect vision. We understand that whenever you have perfect uh, vision, there is no need for any other devices in order for you to have a perfect vision. So in the year 2020, God said you're not going to need anything except him. You won't need outside devices to help you get through what you're going to go through. But he, he began to speak to me from the book of Joshua, chapter number 5. just want to teach because I want to make sure that we get everything that God is saying to us. Because in this year of 2020, uh, we're going to have to trust God even the greater. Our faith level has to rise in the year 2020. And also, it comes to the point that in year 2020, we are going to be challenged. You'll see more challenges in the year 2020. And 2020 is going to cause for us to, to be more patient. We have to be patient. And the reason why we have to be patient is because we have to allow God to do his work. And that's going to take patience. And from that, uh, when we finish with the scripture, we're understanding also that throughout the year and even uh, to the point of the ending of the year, We'll be able to be in praise unto the Father all year long. That will be that will be praise and that will be worship, even though there's some things that we're going to be faced with. Now, in the book of Joshua, chapter number five, and the first verse we're going to look at is verse number six. Just want to teach. Just want to teach so we can get it. Amen. Verse number six says, For the children of Israel walked 40 years in the wilderness till all the people that were men of war, keynote, 
until all the people that were men of war which came out of Egypt were consumed because they obeyed not the voice of the Lord unto whom the Lord swore that he would not show them the land which the Lord swore unto their fathers that he would give us a land that's flowing with milk and honey. Now, the first thing we have to understand is this. Uh, in, the, in, in the year 2020, in this year, something has to die before we can experience the life of milk and honey. Something has to die. Something has to die. If you note in, in verse number 6, it says that the, the, there were men of war when they were consumed, those that came out of Egypt. That, that Egypt mentality, thank you, Holy Spirit, the Egypt mentality that we had in year 2019, that has to die before we can enter into the year 2020, the land that's going to be flowing with milk and honey. Amen. That, that mentality that we have, that Egypt, that, 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 that mindset, that warring spirit, that, that spirit of disobedience that we had in the year 2019, it has to die. When I looked at that scripture, I thought it was amazing that the word says that uh, to all the people that were men of war, when they, which came out of Egypt, they were consumed. When, when the children of Israel, when they came out of Egypt, now the first thing God says before you can cross over that, that those men of war had to die, you would think, slow down, Brenda, thank you, Holy Spirit, you would think, that you would need those men of war if you're going into to a new land. You would think that God would allow them to, to remain. But the Bible there says when they were consumed, that th those men of war, they, they, they were disobedient. See, we can have a warring spirit, spirit, but still have the mind of Egypt. Did we get that? We can still have a war in spirit, but we can still have the mind of Egypt. See, what's happening, you can have a war in spirit and still be in bondage. You can have a world spirit, a war in spirit. See, the spirit that we use in, in the world to, to overcome, to overthrow, God said, you, you don't need that spirit in, in this year 2020. He said, that spirit also brought forth disobedience. Because in the year 2019, many of us, thank you, Holy Spirit, many of us felt like we could do things in our own strength, in our own power. So, Lord said, that, that's, that has to die. That mindset has to die. It has to die. So then they, he said, in order for you to get to, to that land that's flowing with milk and honey, that mentality, that world mentality has to die before I can take you to the next place or to the next level or to the next dimension. He said, that mindset has to die. Because most often people, they trust in their intellect, they trust in their strength, they trust in the materialistic things that they have, but God said that's got to die. That mindset has to die because the only device that you need is him. Amen. The only device that you need is going to be him because we're going to be facing some challenges. Amen. Now, we're going to drop on down to looking at verse number 9. It says, we're still in the book of Joshua, chapter number 5. It says, verse 9, And the Lord said unto Joshua, This day have I rolled away the reproach of Egypt 
from off of you. Wherefore, the name of the place is called Gilgad unto this day. Well, the next thing God says has to take place is that we have to understand, God said, that place of disgrace that you had in, in the year 2019, God said, I'm going to roll that away. That, that reproach, I'm, I'm going to remove that, that, that disgrace that faced your life or you was caught up in a situation and it was a disgraceful situation. He says, reproach, I'm going to roll that away. But then he says now that wherefore, he said, the name of the place is called Gilgad unto this day. Now, that word Gilgad there means a place of turnaround. Before I hear you, Holy Spirit, before you can get into 2020, you got to make sure we do a turnaround because there's a lot of things that we did or we were doing in 2019 we can't carry into 2020. Can I get an amen? Am I by myself? <laughs> amen. Am I by myself? Amen. Because how many folks need a turnaround? Amen. For some, some things that we've done in 2019 that brought us disgrace, God says, what's going to happen? There's going to be a turnaround. So you've got to have a turnaround before you can enter into the next place or into the next dimension. You've got to have a turnaround. And then he says, uh, Gilgal is also a place of healing. See, they had to be circumcised. See, the younger generation had not been circumcised, so they had to be circumcised before they could go to the next place. In the biblical days, in, in the Old Testament, they talked about circumcision, the cutting away of the skin. But for us today, under the New Testament, that there's going to be a circumcision of the heart. God said, before you enter into 2020, your heart's got to be right. Amen. Before we can enter into 2020, we got to get rid of these alts that we have. Amen. We have to get rid of these things that, that holds us bondage and, and cause us to be a place of unforgiveness. Amen. You, you got anybody you, you got a problem with? <laughs> Do you have a, have a, is there anybody in your life, you know, that you have a problem with that you had in 2019? God said, well, that, that, that got to go. That, that has to go. He said, he said, that has, has to go. He said, because I want to do some things. And see, not only that has to be that circumcision of the heart, because it has to be a change of heart, God says, in the process of changing of the heart, God says, I got to do some cutting away. I've got to do some cutting. And when God cuts, it doesn't feel good. Anybody been cut by God? Can we be, you know, you know when we messed up when we got, and God just chastised us and it didn't feel good. And he said, there's going to be some healing before you enter into that next place. Amen. He said, there's got to be some healing. And then he says that Gilgad is also a place of first truth. First truth. You got, you got to get rid of those, that mindset that you, all, you know everything. Amen. Because when first truth, a lot of things that we were taught, don't know about y'all, but a lot of things that I was taught when I came up in the church world, I found out that those first truths was not correct. Amen. It took me later on in life to learn that some of those things that I was taught, they were not correct. And I cannot carry those into the 2020, into that perfect vision where I'm going to have to totally rely on God. Amen. Because most people rely on their money. Amen. And, and that's what's wrong with the body of Christ today and the world today. We are consumed about money or what we can possess because we think that's who makes us. 
What happens when, when, when you reach my age? Thank you, Holy Spirit. I can testify about me. What happens when you reach my age and you retire and all those titles are gone? If I'm caught up in my title, that means I don't know who I am. Amen. So I have to always remember I'm a child of God. No matter what comes or what goes or what happens in my life, I'm still a child of God. Amen. So we got to understand, we have to understand that. We have to have that mindset. And then he also talks about, in, in verse number 10, he says, And the children of Israel, they encamped at Gilgad, a place of healing, a place of turnaround, a place of first truth. And then it says, And they kept the Passover on the 14th day of the month at evening in the plains of Jericho. Now, we're going to look at that word there, Passover. See, the word Passover means there's a transition. We understand it's, it's symbolic of Christ, and we're going to see that here. It's, it's a, tra- a place of transition. It is a place of change. All of this has to happen before we can enter in to that perfect vision, which is this 2020 we're talking about. So, in other words, Passover is a transition. It's a change. It's the ending, watch this, it's the ending of the law, it's an exiting of one door, and the entrance into grace. See, the law will kill you. The do's and don'ts of the law will kill you. I mean, the book of James tells us that you know, if you broke one, you have one of the commandments, you done broke them all. Amen. So there's no little sin and there's no big sin. Amen. That's why I thank God for the house of destiny because we understand we all jacked up. Can I get an amen? We, we all have done things that's not pleasing unto the Father. Amen. But he says what we're doing is we're entering in into that place of grace to be more forgiving, more acceptable. Amen. If because I don't look like you and because you don't look like me, because we don't live on the same street, because we don't, we don't travel in the same circle, that does not mean we can put, oh, I hear your Holy Spirit. We can put anybody down. Anybody been putting anybody down lately? Because they didn't come up to your thought. <laughs> Have you been putting anybody down? Because they don't think like you. They don't look like you. They don't dress like you. No. We've got to understand God says in the word, our righteousness is as filthy rags. That's what our righteousness is. Our righteousness is in Christ Jesus. So we've got to understand now that, that there's going to be a transition that's going to take place, change, change. Change is a transition. We're moving away from the law. I, I, thank you, Holy Spirit. i never forget that there was a, 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 I think she said she was a prophet. I think she said she was a prophet. She said they came here, she and her husband, prophets and the prophetess or whatever they want to call them. I don't know. But anyway. Uh, the first thing she says to me, she said, you can't be a preacher because you got on pants. I said, well, God didn't call me, and God didn't, God, God called me, and he didn't call me about my attire. He called me because he felt like I could be worn to be a word barrier for him. I mean, we got to stop judging folk. You can be dressed up to the floor up, and still your heart is not right and going straight to hell. I mean, what, what pants got to do with it? Excuse me. Well, you know, the Bible says you know, he's not supposed to wear anything that pertains to a man. Listen, I think when they put these, they did these pants, I think what they had one for females, and they kind of made it a little bit different. Amen. So it had, 
That has nothing. What God is looking for is what does his sheep look like? When he comes back, he wants to know what do my sheep look like? He don't care about your clothes. He don't care about your shoes. He cares about your soul. What do your soul look like when the father comes back? These are things that we got to carry over into 2020. Well, what do my soul look like, God? I mean, am I, am I living a life exemplary of you? Am I doing the things that you have called for me to do? And if I'm not, God, will you please help me? Please help me. The, all of this is taking place in the year 2020, the accident of the law. The law does nothing but judge. In fact, it really was like a schoolmaster that, that was pointing at us because, see, most often many believers are still children when it comes down to the gospel of Jesus Christ. Amen. When I say children because, see, they got to be taught. It's too much hoop, holler, and scream. You have to be taught what the word of God is saying. Amen. We're talking about the judges, the judgmental spirit is disappearing. Amen. It's disappearing. Amen. And then we got to have, a, a, it will be a year, a greater trust of God because we need a greater level of faith. We're going to be needing a greater level of faith. Our trust factor in God has to change. Our faith Everybody, the Bible says, everybody has been given a certain measure of faith. But God said in, in this year that we're going to have to have a greater level of faith. A greater level of faith. Now, let's look at verse number 11. Verse 11 says, and this is why he said you've got to have a, a greater level of faith. Verse 11 says, and they did eat of the old corn of the land on the morrow. Hmm, next season. After the Passover, unleavened cake and parched corn in the self-same day. All right, look at verse number 12. And the manna, here come trust factor. And the manna ceased on the morrow after they had eaten of the old corn of the land. Neither had the children of Israel manna anymore but they did eat fruit of the land of Canaan keyword that year that year in 2020 there God says there will be a provision change what you are used to receiving from God is not going to come the same way he said you know then you he said I gave you manna from heaven yeah, bread from heaven. See, they didn't have to worry about going out and work from the from, from the, the from the uh, from their brow or the sweat of their brow. You know, God just dropped it down. He made provisions for them. I mean, He did supernatural things to to feed His His children while they were coming out of the wilderness. Amen. But God said there is going to be a season change. There's going to be a provisional change. He says what's going to happen is manna is going to see. Can, oh, I hear your Holy Spirit. Can you still? trust God when he don't show up in your life the same way he used to show up? Can you still trust him? When that manna ceased, can you still trust God? When it, when, when it doesn't look like it's supposed to look or you used to look, can you still trust God? Can you still trust him? When, when your manna ceased, when God began to bless and all of a sudden, you know, I, I keep telling people the Holy Spirit has been warning, jobs is, jobs is going to start disappearing. 
I mean, saw in a, in, a, in a dream. I mean, people are going to be laid off. Jobs is going to be shut down. And, and a lot of chaos. 2020 will be a, a, a year of chaos as well. But you got to be able to trust. Oh, I hear you. got to be able to trust God in the chaos. When your life becomes chaotic, can you still trust God? Can you still trust God when your life is chaotic? When it looks like God just ain't going to show up? Can you still trust him? That's why a greater level of faith. He said, manna is going to cease. He said, how I used to come to your rescue? He said, that's going to cease. But I'm coming in a different way. See, God don't always, maybe, how was it, seven, maybe, maybe ten years ago, maybe longer. We were at the auditorium. And I don't know what was what what was uh, showing or what they were what, what they were having what kind of play, but there was a man on the outside. I think this is probably about 15 years. There was a man on the outside of the auditorium. He was dressed in rags, and he was walking around begging. He had, he had a beard way down, and people were sneering up their nose when they looked at him. Nobody wanted to be nowhere near him. How about at the end of the play? Thank you, Holy Spirit, it was the play. How about at the end of the play, there come that same old rag man that was in the, in the play at the end that represented Jesus Christ. How, oh, how many times will we pass him in 2020 looking for something else? Rather than looking for God, we're looking for something else. And because it doesn't look like God, because it doesn't dress, you know, we, 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 we pass over it. This can't be God. Well, how do you know unless you're in tune with the Holy Spirit? Because so many Christian folk at that place, they passed over that man. They, they went away from him, but then they realized at the very end, oh, my God. How many times have God showed up a different way and we said, oh, my God. Oh, my God, that, that was God. Amen. 20, the year 2020, provisions are not going to be the same. That's why God said you start storing up right now. You need to store up because things are going to get more difficult. It's going to get more difficult in this year. Now, now the next thing is, he says, uh, there are going to be challenges. And this year, you're going you're to have many more challenges than ever before. More challenges. And before I get to the more challenges, in the latter part of verse 12, when he talks about manna is going to cease, the next thing he says, they did eat of the fruit of the land of Canaan that year. He says, can you, can you still trust me when, when, when manna ceased and now you got to have fruit? Manna, that bread don't look like fruit. When things change. When it don't look like God, can you, he said they're going to eat uh, from the land of Canaan so when we down, bow down before God, when we eat from the land of Canaan, they said this year. So that let me know that in 2020, this year, things may be, seem to be, appear to be okay. But what happens with 21 and 22? See, right now we're living off some things that, that we've had back a few years. But what's happening and what's going to happen, even though it may appear to be a, a very good year in some situations, it's going to cease. It is going to cease. You're going to have to start eating fruit from this land, this land, this year, this year. So things, your provisions will change. And then he talked about the, 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 uh, the challenges. When he brings them out, when he brings them out of the place where they were, the first challenge was Jericho. 
verse 13 in Joshua chapter number 5. 13 says, And it came to pass when Joshua was by Jericho that he lifted up his eyes and he looked, and behold, there stood a man over against him with his sword drawn in his hand. And Joshua went unto him and said unto him, Art thou for us or for our adversary? Now, the Lord says this. Now, this is what the Lord says. I'm, I'm trying to stay close to what the Spirit gave me. Now, he says, what is your Jericho? What, what is your Jericho? Everybody has a, a different Jericho. See, a Jericho may represent a, a wall. It's, it's an obstacle. It's, it's, it's anything or, or a place or an idea. It's a, a pattern of behavior. It's fear. Anything that keeps you from following Jesus. So the question God says, what is your Jericho? What, what is your Jericho? Sometimes my Jericho is fear. Amen. So what is your, what is your Jericho? Is it, is it your, the, a pattern of behavior that we continually have? The, anything that keeps you from following after the Lord? What is your Jericho? Is, oh, I hear your Holy Spirit. Is it your intellect that keeps you from following Jesus? Or is it your material things that keeps you from following Jesus totally? What is your Jericho? See, everybody know what their Jericho is. It might be that spouse. It may, it may be that family. It, 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 there are many different things of what the Jericho represents. What is your Jericho that keeps you from totally surrendering, following Christ? What is your Jericho? See, when it comes down to this year, that's why there's going to be such a greater challenge. Because, see, God is going to get, get up in the face of our Jericho. What we're putting before the Lord. What, what, what are we putting before God? Think about it. What are we putting before God? What is, what, what is your, your Jericho? What is the obstacle that, 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 that keeps us from, from the transformation from the inside out? What is that obstacle? That, that, that prevents the transformation of our soul inside out. See, the problem is most people like to develop the outside rather than the inside. But transformation takes place inside out. So what is your obstacle that, that, that does this? You're following Jesus to heaven or we want to follow Jesus to heaven, but we don't want to cross. Hmm. What, 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 what? God said in 20, see, that's where your level of faith got to come, come forth at. He says, now, he said, now, this, this obstacle. See, we want to be transformed on the outside, but we don't want to be transformed on the inside. We don't want to be transformed on the inside. God said, wait a minute, you, you, you want to go to heaven, but you don't want to go to the cross. You want to go to heaven, but you don't want to go to the cross. See, when it comes down to the cross, see, the cross, and he, Jesus said he was despising the shame. I mean, when he went, went to the cross, I mean, they spit him. What, oh, I hear your Holy Spirit. What can you take? When somebody come up to you and say this and that to your face, and, and that becomes your cross, what, how can you handle it? Or how will you handle it? When it don't look good. When you want to smack the devil out of somebody. See, that's, a, that's the cross there. Brother, that's my cross. 
See, I used to have a real bad temper when I came up in my day. As small as I am, I used to be a fighter. Believe it or not, I used to be a fighter. In fact, I even used to drag race cars. Amen, Jonita. I used to be a drag racer. This little sister here. But listen, he said, you want to follow him. You want to be some heaven bound, but you don't want to go to the cross. And see, when you're going to go to the cross, I mean, you're going to be pierced in your side. People that say they love you, they, that you think that they love you, but they're going to be stabbing you in the back all at the same time. That's a cross. That's a cross. But can you handle that cross in 2020? Can you handle that? Oh, I want to go to heaven. I'm heaven bound. I got a shout in my step. Oh, I'm praising God and can't take nothing. That's your cross. That's your cross. Are you able to bear your cross? God said, come, come to this, this year, 2020. You know, he said, now you're going to have to bear your cross. There's some things you just got to bear. Can, can, can you handle when God said, if they smack you on one cheek, turn the other? Can you handle that? Can, 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 you handle, can you handle when you know somebody's done you wrong and you still got to say, I love you? Oh, this is, that's a, this is a challenge. I don't know about y'all, but that's a challenge. That's, that's a challenge. You ever had anybody did you wrong? And you know they did you wrong, but you still have to say, I love you. That's a challenge. What do you do when, when, when God tells you to feed your enemy? That's a challenge. Oh, 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 oh excuse me. Y'all, them Christians that got it all together. Oh, yeah, I can do it. But can you? Can you? Can you really? When the real challenge shows up at your door, can you really? See, talking about 20, we're talking about what's going on. There are going to be challenges in our life. See, Jericho was a challenge. It was a challenge. And watch what he what, what And everybody's Jericho is a challenge. Everybody's Jericho is different. Because your Jericho is one thing and mine is something else. Don't think you don't, we're not having challenges. Everybody has challenges. Okay? Now, then he says this. And in, in, in the latter part of 13, he, he sees this, this angel. He, he, sees, he says now, he said, Behold, there stood a man, verse number 13, there stood a man over against him with a sword drawn in his hand. And Joshua went unto him and said unto him, Art thou for us or for us? Our adversary. Art thou for us or art thou for our adversary? Watch what the adversary says, verse 14. And he says, Nay, but as captain of the host of the Lord, I am now come. And Joshua fell on his face to the earth and did what? He worshiped and said unto him, what saith my Lord unto his servant? God says this year is a year of surrender. It's a year of surrender. This year is a year of surrender and submission. Those two words do we don't like, right? Surrendering and submitting. Everybody, anybody don't, do not have a problem with submitting or surrendering? It's going to be submitting. You're going to have to totally surrender. And then you're going to have to commit 
to the will of God. And God says this to me. He speak, when he speaks about being a year of surrendering and submission, he says it has to be lesser of you and more of me. See, surrendering and submission is less of self and more of God. Left, can, can he shine and not us? Can he shine? Because, see, after all, it's he who we're supposed to be lifting up, right? That's going to draw all men unto God. Maybe that's why many people are not being saved. Maybe the wrong person is being lifted up. Because his word does say that if he be lifted up, oh, he'll draw all men unto us, unto him. But there's a lot of folks not being drawn. It could be, not so much as their fault, it could be we're lifting up self more than God. I got a problem with that. Had a problem. Ben had a problem with it. I, I was on a service at one time. I never forget it. And that's why it keeps me to a place that I can't stand it. They was at this anniversary. And the next thing they said, they said, let's give God a hand clap of praise. They went, dee, 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 dee. And the next words that came out of their mouth, let's get this man of God a hand clap of praise. And they tried to raise the roof off the building. Now, what's wrong with that picture? What was being exalted? Man, less of self and more of God. We got too much of man being lifted up and not God. It's too much of that going on. Too much. It's just too much. He says it's a, it's a year of surrender. It's going to take your faith. Because see, some things God going to tell us to surrender to, and we're like, I don't want to do that, God. I've said it now. I'm for real. I don't want to do that, Lord. I don't want to do that. He said, but it's a year of submission, lesser of you and more of God. Now, he also says this. He says, he says this, looking at verse 14. He says, and he said, nay, but as captains of the host of the Lord, am I now come? And Joshua fell on his face to the earth, and he did worship. Got to be, this year, it's a year of worship. Got to be more of worship. In the face of the adversary, he worshiped. Can you worship when you're going through? Can you worship when the and you know the enemy is messing with you? Have you ever had anybody just pick on you and just you know just, just pick on you and pick on you? Can you still go into worship? Can you still go into worship? I, I, I had a friend. She she says to me. She said I had a situation in my home, and she said I was so angry. But she said the first thing I did, she said I found my closet and I went in and I began to saturate myself in the Word of God, and I went into worship. And when I came out, I was a better place, a better person, even though the situation was still the same. So it's a, it's a year of worship. It is a year of worship. It's a year of surrender, a year of submission. It's a year of submission. And then God says this in verse 15. It says, And the captain of the Lord's of hosts said unto Joshua, Loose thy shoes from off thy foot, for the place whereon thou standest is holy. And Joshua did so. He did so. He obeyed. Now, looking at chapter number 6, and we're almost done, verse number 1, verse number 1. And it says now, and now Jericho, all right, you're going to go up against your Jericho. 
Now Jericho was straightly shut up because of the children of Israel. None went out and none came in. Verse 2 says, And the Lord said unto Joshua, See, I have given into thine hand Jericho and the king thereof and the mighty men of valor. Can you believe God when you seem like your Jericho is so big that it's not going to happen? Can you still believe God's promise? Can you still believe? See, this is going to be a year where we've got to believe the promises of God. Even though it may not look like it's going to happen, you still believe in God for what he promised he's going to do. That this year is going to be that type of year. You got your faith level. You got, oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. You got to have patience. You see, it takes patience while you're waiting on God. When, it, when you're waiting on God to do what, you, what you've asked God to do, especially about moving your Jericho. When you're waiting on God, you're waiting on God, you've got to have patience to be able to allow God to do what he said he's going to do. 2020, a perfect vision. And, and then, see, you've got to understand something. The year of patience, we, 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 we've got to be able to allow our faith to work. We have to allow God to allow to do what he's going to do, and our faith has to work so that it can be in, come in line with God. And the last thing God gave me this. He says, now, this is something strange. In verse 3 in, in chapter 6, he says, he tells them, you should compass or surround the city, all ye men of war. Now, those few that, that came out of the wilderness, those, that younger generation, is what God used. Because, see, that old one, they, they were hard-headed. You know, an old tree is hard to move. It, it's, hard, it's hard to cut down an old tree. But here he is. He, he kills out the men of war before they get to the, to the land flowing milk and honey. But now he's got a new generation. Now, this new generation, God is telling them, this is what I want you to do. Because, see, that new generation is going to be, there will be people that's going to be obedient. Obedient to the word of God. He tells them now in verse 3, And ye shall compass the city, all ye men of war, and go around about the city once. Thou shalt do it six days. Now, listen, the, the six is the number of man. So he says now, uh, what you're going to do, he says now, you're going to go for six days, you're going to go around that, that, that Jericho in your life, okay? You, you, because you want God to do something. He says, but you only do it one time. You only do it one time. But then he, he, he does a change up on that seventh time. Seven means a, a, a completion. On that seventh time, God says, then you go around it seven times. See, when, that means it's complete. When it's complete, your wall will come down. So he says, now, after, the, after you go around it that seventh time, he says, now, this is where praise comes in in the year 2020. He says, you give out a shout. See, you've got to begin to shout and praise God before that thing happens. Before that wall comes down, before Jericho comes down, before your situation gets better. He said, you've got to begin to praise God for, for victory. He said, the year 2020 is also a year of victory. But can, can you handle it? Can you trust God? Can you trust God? He said, you're going to have to have a greater level of faith. Can you handle the challenges that 2020 is going to bring? Can you handle the, cha the, the challenges that 2020 is going to bring? 
Can we be patient while God is working? And we've seen God do some work, haven't we? <laughs> Amen. Amen. We've seen God do some work. Amen. Get to be patient. Allow God to work. And in the process of him doing it, he said, give out a shout. Give out a praise. Go into worship and watch your Jericho come down. Never again. Your greatest challenge in 2020 is your own personal Jericho. So what's your Jericho? What is your Jericho? I know what my Jericho is, but what is your Jericho? Can you trust God with your Jericho in this year so you can eat the fruit from this land this year? Can you, can you trust God with, it, with your Jericho? 2020, 2020, as I not be a woman of God that stands for the, the great almighty, you will see all these things come to pass in this year, 2020. Your challenges, you're going to face your biggest challenge in 2020. The first, first off the bat, the enemy is going to want you to give up. He's going to make you think it's impossible. He's going to make you think that Jericho that I'm facing is impossible. Mm-mm. Not when God's on board. <laughs> it's never impossible. 2020, a year of perfect vision. Let's give God a hand clap of praise. Amen. 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 I, I trust and I pray that you all were able to receive.